Hey, this is Jilly Woodhouse on the Osteo Business Podcast, talking all things osteo business. Here's Jilly Woodhouse, an author, speaker, award-winning business coach, and passionate advocate of osteopathy. Hello, and welcome back to Osteo Biz HQ. This week, um, I've been working with the uh, the new Osteo Biz fixers, as I like to call them. We've had a second planning session, so we've been looking and reflecting over the past year, and then we've started to look forwards, taking our lessons with us and um, creating a plan to follow through with. Um, and rather differently uh, to most how most people do it, we, we're looking at the entire year, but we're looking further forward um, than that as well. We're looking 10 years forward. Um, because it's that you know, a decade is a long time, and um, we can achieve a huge amount in that time. But we kind of need to know where we're going so we can set our sat nav and start navigating towards it, and course correcting on the way if we need to. Um, so some people are looking at exiting, some are looking at growing their clinic. It's all you know, some just want to be fully booked and busy in a small clinic. Um, you know, whatever is right for you is right for you, and that's it. So um, we've been doing that. And as part of that um, conversation we were all having together this week, my um, wonderful colleague and osteo, uh, Liz Curphy, was was talking to us about um, avoiding overwhelm. And um, I just wanted to share some of her thoughts with you because uh, it was really uh, very insightful, um, the um, the advice she was giving us. So, um, it was really about us being able to keep our boundaries so that we didn't get overwhelmed with too much stuff coming at us. Um, and one way to do that, she was saying, was to think about the three C's. Um, and the first one is courageous. And actually, we do need to be quite brave sometimes to set our boundaries and maintain them um, and not allow um people, friends, family, patients, clients to um, inveigle their way in. So, um, you know, having firm boundaries around our time is one thing that's really crucial. Um, I know back in the early days when I was trying to get this off the ground, I'd be replying to texts and emails all times of the day and night um, because I was enthusiastic and I wanted to help. But then when I got really busy, I found that I was getting worn out and burnt out from doing too much for too long. And also I, I could see it was impacting on the family because I didn't have my full attention on uh, my husband in particular in the evening. You know, I'd be, he'd be go, get out of osteobiz. What are you doing? I was like, just answer this email. <laughs> so um, it's really important to, to set those boundaries and keep them solid. And so now I do, I keep my time um, very much uh, with firm boundaries around it. Um, so being courageous to just say, no, that's where my time is or my energy or whatever it is. Um, and I'm not going past that. Um, the next one was conversations. And this was interesting as well. Liz was talking about how we sometimes vaguely ask for what we want and we're not specific and then when we don't get what we think we've asked for because the other person didn't really 
get a clear indication of what it was. Um, then we can get quite frustrated with them. But actually, um, the, the fault lies with us in not communicating clearly what we want. Um, and that's um, you know, something I've been reflecting on in the past day. You know, how do we, how do I um, communicate, you know, with my close relationships? Do I, am I clear enough? Um, and it's something I should keep an eye on. Um, and then the third thing was to be consistent, um, i.e. not being flippy floppy and uh, all over the place. And one day this is your boundary and the next day that's your boundary. Um, being really clear as to where they are and that's where they stay um, so that other people can respect it because they know you won't budge. Um, and that's, you know, that's all about keeping you, you yourself well because many of us are givers and over givers um, and we can deplete our energy as a result of that. So, um, uh, as as Liz said, you know, this is not always easy, but um, it's worth attempting to um, maintain our boundaries a bit better so that we don't end up in overwhelm. And um, and she also said that it was important every day to remember to stop and be grateful for what we have already um, and for the people in our lives that we love and care about. Um she also said it's important for us to know exactly what we want. Because again, if we if we're vague about what we want, we're just not going to get anywhere. So being really clear about what we want from ourselves, from our friends, from our family, from our clients and patients. Being very clear. Um, and she also said, uh, how do you want to do life? <laughs> what, what state do you want to be in? Do you want to be calm and at peace with things? Um, or do you want to live a sort of fractious life? Um, so one of the things that can happen as a result of all of our busyness um, that, that we get involved in every day is um, stuff in our heads just spinning around like an out-of-control washing machine on fast. Um, and so... Liz suggested that we um, try this sort of brain dump, which I thought was a really good idea um, because we can have so much stuff in our heads that we do get overwhelmed and we don't know where to begin with it all. So she suggested three pieces of paper. Take the first piece and write down everything that's in your head that keeps popping up and going, oh, got to do this, got to do that. And oh, what about you know all the things that you fret fret about um whatever that is whether that's locally or globally what what's in your head all the time get it all out on a piece of paper and then from there on the second piece of paper make a list of all the things you can't control so that might be a war or um worries about illness that might appear uh, something that can't that can't control exactly um, anything like that. Then um, or someone else's behaviour, even actually, um, write all those things down that those things that worry you and get in the way and and keep getting into your thoughts. 
And once you've got them all down and out of your head, then um, Liz suggested that um, we tear them up or scrunch them up or, or even burn them in the fire um, to uh, try and remind ourselves that we can't actually influence any of those things on that piece of paper. And so there's no point at us spending a lot of our energy on worrying about them and getting into overwhelm as a result. Um, and then on the third piece of paper, we can write down all the things we can control um, and get all that out of your head. And what you'll end up with is a task list, basically, the ultimate task list of all the things that you can control and that you do want to do something about. And then a very good friend of mine who's uber organized, um, this is how she goes through her task list. It's either a do it, so you could give things a different color for each thing. So a do it um, or a delegate it or a park it. And I think that's such a good idea because again, we can have, oh, I must do this, I must do that, I must do something else. Um, and not all of it necessarily needs to be done today, now. So um, putting those into, you know, color coordinated lists or whatever you want to do um, really helps because uh, things, things that you can't do anything about at the moment, parking them just means it's there and you don't have to think about it or do anything about it or worry about it or anything. It is parked there. So, for instance, we have sold our house. We haven't quite bought the next um, home yet. Um, it's still in negotiation. And right now it is coming up to Christmas and um, the executor who's involved in the sale is going to be in Norway, seeing ben beneficiaries and all sorts going on. So I know that nothing is going to happen with the purchase of this home yet. Um, and so as annoying as it is to not have it in the bag, I have parked it for Christmas. That's it. And um, come the new year, we will um, find out how far the agent has got with getting our our flat purchased <laughs> or a deal agreed. Um, but the poor old boy, he, he's got one of those washing machine minds and he goes around and around and around. And he just can't stop talking about it. And he's driving himself insane. And let me tell you, he's driving me insane as well. And I'm just, I'm trying to say to him, every time he brings it up, park it. Just leave it on the shelf there for now, because we can't do anything about this. It's out of our control um, until the new year. And then we can see if we can get things moving along again. Um, I'm certain that we're going to get this place that um, that we've completely fallen in love with. Um, and so I can park it because um, I have certainty. I can see myself living there. So um, I hope that helps um, as a way of trying to sort out a busy, busy mind and not get into overwhelm um, because that's actually where the old boy is at the moment. <laughs> I have to go and... Um, give him a hug and calm him down because he's, he's just going on about it all the time. So um, there we are. It's coming up to Christmas now. And, um, you know, I'm wishing you a very calm and peaceful and restful Christmas. And I shall see you on the other side. Bye for now.
Thanks for listening to the Osteo Business Podcast. Remember to like, follow, and subscribe on all Jilly's channels, which can be found in the show notes. Jilly's back soon with more tips, ideas, and strategies to build your thriving practice.